there are a million options, right? In this corporate world of travel, right? I mean, you have all you can, I could go and Google and say cheap tickets and you could, they pull up all these cheap tickets or private, private tickets. Why take on this, this, this big boy world with the, and I haven't seen this, the sky share model. Um, I mean, there's probably spawn ups now because it's starting to really take off, obviously, with the success that you guys are having. So was it just wanting a better way of travel? Was it to have a better experience for the corporate people? I mean, help me understand, help us all understand, like what what brought you to say this is what we're going to do and we're going to systematically change this the way that people travel? Yeah, good question. Um So I think the first thing, if I were to say down to the basics, the first thing is when you figure out what your passion is, and that can be within anything, it could just be growing businesses. And if you're passionate about that, then then do that, or it could be whatever. And so I knew I was passionate about the aviation world. I knew I was passionate. I loved flying. I, want, I knew I wanted that as an aspect of what I was doing. And you know, we've been in business now. This isn't overnight. I think that's one of the problems with people today. And we were talking a little bit about this before is people want to get rich quick scheme. And, and it's, there's really not that um, unless you want to buy enough lottery tickets and it's still not going to work. <laughs> but for the so first, first nine years, you know, it was a grind um, and it's, and it's still a grind, but what, but I guess what I mean is during those first nine years, I was always trying to figure out what what can I do to separate myself? Yes, I'm in the field in the passionate area of where I want to be. So I like going to work and I feel good about it. But what can I do to make my company different? What service can I provide that's going to make us stand out? What can we do to be better than everybody else? And and about three and a half years ago, um, I had sold a couple of private jets from the Ukraine that were actually coming back. To the, to the United States. And I was riding with one of the pilots on one of them and I just found out what he did. And he worked for this fractional company that was back East. And I was like, God, there's really nothing like that out here in the Western US. So I spent the next few months doing a ton of research on all of the different programs that are out there. What, what's good about them? What's bad about them? What could I do to make us different? How can I make it more simple for our owners and, and higher level of customer service? And I tell my team all the time that that we're in the service industry. That's what yep. we are. Our airplanes are the tools. We are in the service and experience industry. If we can deliver an amazing experience with great service, they're expecting the, the plane to be safe and fly. That's just, that's that's expectation, but it's all the stuff above that, the, the level of service. And if we can deliver that, one of our core values is deliver the wow. And if we can deliver the wow all the time, that's what's going to grow the company. And, and so when that's when we, remarketed or rebranded ourselves rather is from CB aviation to CB sky share and started the, the jet sharing program. And, and it was tough. Like, uh, I mean, to try and bootstrap that and get it off the ground when you're dealing in multi-million dollar planes, like I, I, I just had people that were, that I was flying. It's funny. I was flying one of my owners last night. I don't fly our owners a ton because we have a bunch of pilots now, but we're short and I was flying. And this is, was our very first sky share owner. Mm -hmm. And I had sold him on the dream of SkyShare. He had given us a deposit to buy in on a fraction of the first airplane. Well, I ran out of time and, the, and, and that airplane was going to get sold to someone else. It literally went to the day 
before I, they, the, the people I was buying it from, they worked with me and worked with me. They finally said, Hey, you haven't paid us off on the airplane. We're going to come pick up the airplane tomorrow unless you pay us off. So <laughs> Scott Keller is my client last night that I was flying. And we, we were actually talking about this till about midnight last night after we landed. And, and he's like, Corey, I don't know why I trusted you. He's like, I barely knew you, but I just felt that, that I wasn't worried about it. I knew you'd pay me back and I knew it would work out. And, and he personally loaned me um, almost $2 million to, to, to buy that first airplane. Um, and, and then he's like, and then look at you now. And it was just fun to kind of reminisce. So I guess coming back to your question though, it's, it's um, why I take on the big guys. It, it's, I'm not afraid of taking on anyone. You know, I don't really feel like I'm in competition with anybody. There's enough people that want to fly for everybody. I just want to grow this company and I want to grow a team that wants to come to work. It's the other thing I say all the time is I don't want anybody that doesn't want to come to work to come to work. That's yep. I'd, I'd rather you stay home and, and just quit. Like I only want people that want to be here, that want to be part of the mission, want to be part of our goals and then align around something that's going to make us unique and different. Um, and, I, and I think that's been the, what, what's been fun to watch is, is I also, say a lot to my team that we have to have our arrows aligned and I'm going way yeah. off on a tangent here, but if we've got maintenance arrows pointed over here and you've got sales and we, if, if, if not everybody understands the clear vision of who we are and where we're going and how we're going to get there, you, you're never going to move anywhere quickly. Um, and so we, we talk as a leadership team and then within the company to, and prof proliferate that down to, our other team members of like, here's the mission. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to remind them all always. And here's the purpose. And it takes everybody in the whole team to make that work. So um, I do think, you know, we're not, a, we're not head to head with the big guys yet, like the net jets and flex jets and some of these other people that have been around a long time, but yeah, we will be like, we're on a, we're on a mission, but I, I don't really look at it as, you know, in, in competition, we're in competition with ourselves. I just want to, live a great life so I can work hard and play hard. Dude, that, I love that last thing you said is you're in competition with yourself and nobody else. And when the, the faster people can realize the competition is that internal fight, it's that drive, you know, it's that anybody who's played any sports, I know you were a big hockey player for years. Um, I still, I still just, so I'm going to go on a tangent here. I still remember playing street hockey with you out in the front of yeah. your house. I had <laughs> just bought, I had just bought my black and white uh, rollerblades. Um, and it. I thought they were so cool. Everybody had the blue. So Corey had these blue, what were they called? They started with a B, uh, Birkin. Uh, I have no idea. They're the blue. They were these blue boots, uh, rollerblades. And uh, they were red. And, and so I'm like, I had my white lightnings is what they were named as. And everybody was skating. And I'm like, all right, I finally bought these. I'd been mowing lawns all summer. I bought these <laughs> skates back then. They were like, like $130, which was, I don't know why. But anyway, so I get them. I'm on there. I'm getting ready. I'm like, they, the puck drops. And anybody knows it's a puck, but it's got, you know, wheels and it's moving around. And I get checked. We're, we're on the street, black asphalt, and he hits me. Now, I've been playing football ever since I was seven. You'd run over I, people in football. I, yeah, I, I'll, all of a sudden, I remember going, you know, I looked super awkward because I don't really play hockey, but my buddy was playing, so I'm like, <laughs> I want to do it. 
I remember going to go hit this puck. And next thing you know, I am just on my side going, what hit me? And the, you look back and just looked at me like, no, you're just like, stay in your lane. You're a football player. I'm a hockey player. And I was just like, <laughs> at that point, I'm like, we're going to have a lot of fun. So, but I, the one thing that you said was, and I, and I went on to your FAQ section of, of you know, uh, CB Sky Shares, and it says Charter works on a trip by trip basis and has significant, um, it has a significant uh, variability and uh, availability, price and quality of the craft. Charter is much like online dating or an auction bidding for a used car. You never really know wh what you're going to get. SkyShares is an owner ownership jet, jet share program. With SkyShare, you become on a title owner with a share in one aircraft and your shares entitled you to fly any aircraft in our gorgeous, pristine fleet. I love that. That mission statement is beautiful. You own the plane that you fly in. So you can, here it is, you pick the plane that you like. And I think that is such a differentiating um, between what you do and what everybody else, because everybody can else, everybody promise comfort and safety, but you, you basically, it's like when you own something, you're going to treat it with respect. And I think that's fantastic. You know, it's awesome. I love that whole portion now. I love that statement that you made. So I wish I could take credit for it, but I'm not that uh, elegant. So that was our uh, Michael and our marketing team. He's, he's the writer behind all that, but, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of coming back to, you know, we're in the service industry and the planes are just tools, but we also want to deliver like when they do have ownership in one of these planes and, and that's what our owners love the most is that, they they have ownership in one airplane but they can fly any of the models depending on the mission they want to go but even more than that it's they know who the pilots are they know the airplanes they it's not this unknown question mark of you know what airplane's going to show up do i what about the pilots i don't know them i don't trust them it's the it's we get to become especially me i've been very fortunate that we've attracted some incredible owners into our program that i became really close friends with them um Actually, one of them invited me and went spent a week on his yacht with him and his and, and his friends. And, and so it's just I, I've created some amazing relationships, but we do. We want to we want to deliver a higher level experience. We want to deliver that wow every single time. Um, but it starts, you know, another one of our core values is team first. And because we have to have our team that's in alignment and we have to know that we have each other's back within our company. And if and if the team feels that they're united and they're in line of where we're going, then we can deliver the outward wow to everybody else. So. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. Okay. We're <clears throat> running. I know, you know, you, you're busy. I'm, I'm busy, not nearly as busy as you. So I want to finish up with a couple questions. The last question is what legacy, what is your legacy when people think of Corey Benson, what legacy are you wanting to leave behind um, for those who've known you that love, respect you and trust you um, from a, whether, whether it's a professional level or from your family level? I mean, what is that legacy that you're hoping to leave behind? Mm, great question. I don't, I don't know if you could, if I could put it down into one sentence or anything like that. I'll tell you, I did read and when I say read a book, that's always a lie because I listen to them on Audible. So I listened yeah. to a book called Living Forward. Um, have you heard of that one? Mm -mm. So 
one of the um, one of the activities that the, the book has you do is it has you write your own eulogy, um, but but not you not not what you would say about yourself, but it has you write it like in four different times. So it has you write it in first person of what your kids, what you would want your kids to say about you. Um, it has you write it in first person of your employees or your team members of what what they would say about you or what you hope they'd say about you, what your friends would say about you. Um, and, and so that was a really powerful, and you take a whole day to do it, you block out a day in your calendar, there's no cell phone. You know, I actually went out on my boat all by myself and just and just sat there. And, that, and that's challenging, Cameron, to sit there and, and to write in first person, my dad was blank, like it. Mm -hmm. um, and so going back to your question, like I think uh, it's, it's different depending on the person that's talking about it. You know, I hope that um, my kids say that, that I was the best father that, that they could be, you know, that I could be, that I was there for them. And, um, you know, it's, gosh, my son's only got a few more years of the house and then he's gone, you know, he's out of there. So um, I hope they, I, I, I mean, I hope that, that, that they will come back and think that I taught them the lessons. I mean, that's like, you can't, you know, you, you, you gotta teach them how to fish. Like I'm hoping that we can just teach them how to be really good humans and find their passion, follow their passion um, and live a happy life. And so I don't really care to have my name on some university building or anything like that. I'm not looking for any sort of legacy like that. I, I hope that I want to build this big company just because I like it. Um, mm -hmm. it's not a dollar amount that I'm chasing. I don't have this dream of being a billionaire. It's not the amount of money that, that's in my bank. Um, I do really want to work hard so I can have financial freedom so I can do what I want when I want to go, right. um, which, which I have flying jets is expensive. So it takes a lot of money. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. Um, so to summarize, to, you know, I, I, I hope that people look back and say he was honest, he, um, good father, I'm sure I'll get married again. Good husband, great boss and had a lot of fun. Man, dude, I love that. I love that. All right, I'm gonna wrap this up. But uh, so a couple things. Um, here's the scenario. I'm gonna read this to you. You're, you're chartering a flight from Utah to Arizona. It's an hour flight, you know, 45 minutes, right? If you got wind behind you, I guess. And the person who booked the flight only booked it so they could ask you how to push through all the haters, the naysayers and negative people. Oftentimes, you know, they're the ones that are the super closest to us. So give, can you give us some actionable steps, right? One, two, four steps, if you will, on coaching someone, how to break through the noise, right? So your passion is always at the forefront. How do you, how would you console somebody or how would you instruct somebody these, you know, step one, you know, so here's where you start and this is where you're going, but, but give us, give us some actionable steps that are, that myself and the, the people that are viewing this and those, those are reading the book that they can actually do. And this is going to be, we're going to make this to where they'll do it all week long, but just give me some actionable steps that you've taken to help break through all that noise. I would say first, you, you need to get real quiet and still with yourself and figure out what is your passion. And, and figure out what is what is your per, 
purpose. You know, that, that word is thrown around a lot these days, but to figure out, take all the money aside, take everything else away. What, what's going to ultimately make you happy inside? What, what is your true passion? What, what is what, like the question you asked before, what, what do you want to be known for? And then, and, and if that's the end goal, then break it down into steps of how you're going to do that. Um, so a couple of things that I've done personally for me that's helped a lot is um, I write down my goals. A lot of people write down their goals, but I laminate it and I put it in my shower. So every single morning I see them and they're broken down by uh, family, personal, business, and spiritual. Um, and I, and I would lie to say I hit every single one, but I promise you, Cameron, I've hit probably 90% more than I would have if I wasn't looking at them every single day and, and subconsciously and, and consciously thinking about mm -hmm. it. Um, so when you're, when you first kind of figure out what your passion is and who you want to be and where you want to go, then, then write those goals down and, and laminate, put it in your shower. So you look at it every single day. So every day you're working towards that and then do things that are going to, um, help you along the way. I, I listen to probably four to five books a month from business books to self-help books to some spiritual. I'm not really a religious person. I'd call myself a spiritual person to mm -hmm. um, even books about sex. Like, I mean, it, uh, all types of books to, to, to help me be more rounded in every way. I, I don't cloud myself with a bunch of shit that I don't have control over. I don't really watch the news. You know, I don't, I need to know what's going on in the world a little bit so I can have intelligent right. conversations, but I want to focus on the stuff that I have control over. And, and I remember Stephen Covey's seven habits, one of the greatest books. He yeah. talks about, there's the, the, the sphere, this first circle is the sphere of influence of the sphere that you actually have control over. And if then there's the stuff outside that first circle or all the stuff that's going on, um, the stuff that's going on in the world or other uh, just doesn't that stuff that you have no control over. There's no actionable item you can take to change that if you don't focus on that stuff and you focus on the stuff that is within your circle, something that you actually can do, then, then your whole mindset changes. Um, and so kind of back to the action steps, getting, getting still, getting clear and knowing where you want to go, create your goals, write them down, look at them every single day and be working towards them. Um, have write, listen to, or read as many books or go to seminars. I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan, um, about in fact, he, he, I got a tattoo. It's the only tattoo I have, but it was at a Tony Robbins event. And, um, and lastly, it's, it's who you surround yourself with. Many people say, and I truly believe it. You're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So are the people you're with, are they pulling you up? Are they taking you closer to the goals you have written on the wall? Or are they, are they the freaking anchor that's tied to your tied to your ankle and pulling you under? Yeah. Uh, my brother, I can't even tell you how jacked I am uh, about this whole the you know you being a part of this project and and just being here to pick your brain, man. I mean, if if people aren't seriously taking this under con, you know consideration, writing things down, stopping and going back, man, you're doing everybody a disservice. Um, so thank you so much for your time. I know you got to get going, but if people want to follow you, give them, uh, where can, where can people go follow you on a social media aspect or on uh, business, or if they want to reach out to you and say, Hey, 
I, I, you know, tell me more about the SkyShare. I mean, give us, how can we access you? Yeah. Um, uh, so cbskyshare.com is the company's website. Um, and then you can find me on Facebook, just uh, my name. It's spelled different. It's uh, the last name rather. It's Corey, C-O-R-Y and the last B-E-N-G-T-Z-E-N. I'm on Instagram and um, Facebook and they're not blocked or private. Um, so I'll just say one more thing. So I, I mentioned this tattoo that I got at Tony Robbins. And, and one thing he talks about is it's the little stuff that you do in life that, that adds up and builds up to the big stuff. Um, and so he talks about two millimeters. It's just the little two millimeter changes that you do. And that hit me really hard when he was, when he was talking about it, that it's, it's even like the way you hold yourself. If you hold your sternum up two millimeters higher, your shoulders are back, you boast more confidence, you breathe better, your energy is completely different. And then my tattoo says two millimeters times 10. And for me, the 10 was like, I've preached being in sales forever that if you, I tell my guys, you got to make 10 calls a day, 10 calls a day. And then I looked at myself, I'm like, why the hell am I not making 10 calls a day? Because if I, me as the leader showing them that, that I'm willing to do it. Um, and so I, I, not, I don't do it every day, but I promise I made thousands of calls more than I would if I didn't <laughs> have this tattooed on my arm with my door yep. open and everybody hears it. So it's two millimeters times 10 equals, and then it's blank. And for me, that means everything. It equals everything. It equals financial freedom. It equals a better life that I can enjoy with my kids and my family. And lastly, he talked about um, if you're going to make a decision to, to do something, you have to take action now. You can't wait till next Monday because next Monday never comes. And so this was, uh, I was about midnight at his event the day before my 42nd birthday. And I was like, you know what, screw it. And I got up and I walked out of the event. I Ubered over and I hit the class, closest tattoo parlor. And I'll, I went in, I said, all I wanted to say is two millimeters times 10 equals. And it hides under my watch. But it was something I was like, I'm going to take action now. I'm going to focus on the little things that are going to turn into the big things. So I hope that helps. Brother, brother, brother. Dude, I love it, man. All right. Before I let you go, though, since you brought this up, five books. What are the five books you would recommend, whether to read or listen to, that you would say, here, listen Four to these. Four Agreements, for sure. Love the four agreements. Uh, Living Forward, as I mentioned earlier, is a powerful book. Um, I actually absolutely love McConaughey's new book, Green Lights. I thought that was awesome. Um, Start with the Why is another good one. And Winning probably is what I'd recommend. Uh, and I'll put all that in the links below and we'll be in the book as well. But hey, Corey, man, I'm going to let you go. I okay. appreciate it, brother. I love you. I, I love you. seeing just the excitement and the passion that you have, man. And I appreciate you being on today. Hey, thank you again. All right, see buddy. you soon, Cameron. All right, buddy. I'll see you later. All right,